are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the hosts of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Subscriber count last I checked, 215, I think. Oh, so close. One more hit, one more subscriber, and we reach Mike Zonino's batting average for 2021. Whoever that 216th subscriber is, please message in the YouTube comments or email us, lockedonrays at gmail.com, and indicate that you are subscriber number 216, and we will give you a shout-out on the show that yes. is guaranteed yes 100%. and if you want to ask a mailbag question uh we will put you to the front of the line so <laughs> uh just throwing that out there so of course like i mentioned you can email us lockedonrays at gmail.com and you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at locked on race uh ulysses yesterday or not yesterday the last time we did an episode hey it's lockout season so we're recording yes. three days a week if you haven't uh figure that out by now. I can't help you. Um, the uh, Monday show. Oh my gosh. I'm losing track of time. Whew. This it's is a lockout, baby. It's it is. Lockout. Yeah. The lockout is warping my mind and my brain. Evan <sighs> Drellick, come help me. Um, <laughs> we did, uh, the starting pitcher rankings for, uh, the AL East. And we had a little bit of a difference of opinion. Yeah. And today, because look, we can't, we can only do so much lockout talk. We got to change the gears a little bit and change the subject. Today, we'll do team bullpen rankings. What we think are the team bullpen rankings for the AL East. So, Ulysses, should we go ahead and dive deep into that? Going five, four, three, two, one. Five being the worst. I don't think we're the best. Yeah, I don't think we're going to. By the way, I think we should keep the same organic feel: five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. Love that idea. And second of all, I don't think we're going to defer on on the ranking here. Uh, I would be surprised if we did. Prop bet, prop bet. (laughs) Do you think we have the same exact ranking? Five, four, three, two, one. I'm pretty sure we all have the same number five. I, I think we're going to have a lot of the same stuff. So let's dive okay. right in. My number five. Yeah. You won't believe it. The Baltimore Orioles. No. Who could have guessed? Really? You know what? They have the worst bullpen of this AL East division. They really do. And it's uh, – let's, let's be honest. We can go ahead and put it out there that they've got the worst of everything outside of, like, top prospects maybe. I mean, prospects. And stadium. Stadium. Yeah, that's That's a pretty sweet stadium. I mean, on the field performance, (laughs) pick something and they're going to be pretty much the worst. Although in 2022, they're actually, you know, moving defenses back in left field with like a jagged edge. So they're moving uh, the the left field wall, you know, trying to avoid some home runs by Randy Rosarena and Brett Phillips. So that's going to be new for 2022, which means maybe, you know, the, 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 Camden Yards uh, loses a little bit of its appeal because it is a beautiful city uh, and stadium. Look, I, I wouldn't say it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful stadium. Yes. Rather. Yes. Um, this team is bad. And this is why the CBA and the lockout talks that are happening right now are important, mm-hmm. are incredibly important because you cannot have this type of exercise and everybody here that's listening and everybody that here has a microphone in, in front of their mouths knows that 
the Baltimore Orioles are going to be the worst at everything. So that's yeah. not fair. That's not fair to baseball. That's not fair to the Baltimore fandom. That's not fair to any other fandom that, that likes baseball. It's not fair. So this CBA is incredibly important to stop teams yeah. from tanking, to stop this shenanigans. We don't need a six, seven-year rebuild. It's kind of ridiculous. Quite Stop frankly. it. Take a one-year hiatus, hiatus, maybe two, yeah. but that's it. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the Orioles, uh, we're on the same page there. Uh, they're the number five. They're absolutely the worst bullpen in the AL East and maybe the worst bullpen in all of baseball. I mean, they got to be bottom five at the end of the day or close to it. I haven't checked uh, the 2021 stats, but yeah. it's it's – it's All I remember is they allowed a lot of hits, they allowed a lot of home runs, and they didn't strike anybody out. And they have, like, really, at the end of the day, like, one good reliever, one good reliever in that bullpen, and that was Cole Solzer. Yeah, that's – Former that's, Ray. And, and just to drive the point home, they were 30th in FIP, in FIP, yeah. yes, uh, last year with a 487, so not great. Okay, moving on from the worst team well, in this division. let me just say this about the Orioles as well. Uh, okay. I mean, like, every reliever had, like, a 5 or 6 ERA. <laughs> And while some of them had good stuff, look, every you get to the major leagues, you're going to have good stuff, but command, control, location, everything tied into that. Um, but like, I liked, like, when Dylan Tate, he, he would always stick out to me yeah. against the Rays. I was like, man, he's got a you know, pretty, pretty good arm. But it seemed like every time he came in against the Rays, like, the Rays would score four, five, or six off of him. Like, no doubt in my mind that that would happen. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think we can uh, move on from the <laughs> yes. Orioles. They're bad. They're really bad. Number four. Ulysses. Number four on my list. Uh, this team is going to be really good. They're going to be really good. They are already really good. But their biggest flaw, without any hesitation in my mind, is their bullpen. And that is the Toronto Blue Jays. They do not have a good bullpen. In fact, they were 25th last year mm. in F4, uh, only getting 1.6 from, from, from the relief core. They were 20th in FIP at 438. Yeah. Th they, they're just not uh, – they don't have that guy. Besides Jordan Romano and Tim Meza, you don't have that lockdown guy. Do you, they, they don't. And, and I, I know they tried with um, – I'm blanking on the name. Rafael uh, Dolis. Yeah, he was. Well, he's a free agent or he got DFA'd or something. He's he, not on the team right now. No, because he had a five plus ERA in like 30 plus innings. Yeah. So they tried with him. They tried getting something like a, like a high leverage guy. Didn't work out. I think this offseason in that frenzy that we're going to see of, of moves, I would be very surprised if the Toronto Blue Jays do not look at their team and go, hmm. What yeah. is the one thing that we're missing? We're not missing starting rotation. We're not missing anything really in the lineup, which we will get to yes. in a future episode, the bullpen. You need a guy there in the yeah. bullpen. That's honestly probably the big concern for the Blue Jays is pitching staff depth overall. Like they've got the four studs mm -hmm. in the starting rotation, but what do you have after that? Jordan Romano, which... Uh, he is a very, very good. I mean, he's a legit closer, but he did have meniscus surgery in mid-December. Uh -huh. So you wonder how that affects him coming back. Yeah. Uh, the best thing about Jordan Romano, of course, besides the hair, squat. the beard, is the squat, which I think he removed. He removed he was, at the end, yeah. Why? What's that? Well, I think we know why, because he was getting heckled by every opposing fan base relentlessly. Even which Vladdy again, was doing it 
you know, yeah. the field, like, you know, it's gotta be distracting at some point when you're the guy up there on the mound. I know it, it might be, yeah, maybe. Th- there's a reason he got rid of it. I yeah. think, but yeah. you're right about Romano Meza. That's really about it. Now they did go out and sign Yimmy Garcia to a two year deal, which I know if you look at his numbers from last year, they don't look that great. But if you look underneath the hood, I think they're, I think there's something there with Yimmy Garcia. I could see and understand why the Blue Jays gave him a two-year deal. Uh, if you look at his, I think, FIP, XFIP, some of those metrics, it's better than his overall ERA. Uh, that doesn't wow me. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's, it's better than... That's a raise move with, uh, with the wallet. Like, you are the Toronto Blue Jays now. You have money to spend. Well, again, they, they might go out. And, and again, we're, we're doing these rankings as of today before yeah. they go out. Maybe they go out and sign a Brad Hand. We don't know that as of right now. Right, right. So I think they very well could do yeah. that, but maybe that was a guy that they were targeting early on. Hey, before the lockout, we can lock this guy up. Not saying that he's a, you know the, the next Geraldus Chapman or anything like that, but I think he's a, a solid piece to the bullpen. Now, a yeah. big question for me is where and how Nate Pearson fits into the equation. Mm, he he might be that depth that you're talking yeah. about. Do, do you need them in the bull, do you need him in the bullpen? Do you need him as a fifth starter? Is he healthy enough yeah. to start in the rotation? That's going to be really well, interesting. I think the thing is, I mean, the Blue Jays have all but said with him that they're going to manage his innings, which it makes sense. And it could be something where it's like, hey, we're not pushing you past 50 or 60. So he might just be that they might try to force him in initially as a, you know late inning bullpen arm flamethrower if he can figure it out and stay healthy. The last thing I'll say about the Blue Jays is uh, I am very curious about uh, the Rays going up against Ryan Baraki. Ooh, that that's is what fun. I'm looking forward to. That first matchup. If we Kiermaier, know Mr. Mr. Plunk, Plunk, but if, Ryan Baraki. <laughs> Plunk. If Kiermaier is in the team, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Although, you know, I think, even, Charlie, I think even if KK is off the team, that's going to be a thing. That the Rays want a little revenge. I feel like they'd remember that. Okay. I feel like they circle that. Okay. A little bit. I, that I, might be a prop bit. I like Does that. Does any shenanigans like happen that. there? I, I, so. I love that. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but I kind of like that rivalry. And quite frankly, uh, that would be a great bet. For bet online, yes, it would put those green skittles. Does yeah. he plunk or not plunk? I think uh, bet online might be onto something if they include that. Um, football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline, it remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head over to the website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Now, because we did talk about the Toronto Blue Jays, I am assuming that they were also fourth on your list. Oh, I didn't even mention that. Yes. So our five and our four are the same. Number three, is it going to be the same? I am curious. My number three, I mean, this was tough. This was tough because there were obviously two teams in the running here uh, for this spot. At the end of the day, I need from my bullpen people that are reliable, yeah, stable, 
I can count on. I need outs and I don't need messes. Mm-hmm. And between these three teams, this one was the the least likely to have stable relievers. And that is your friends at Fenway Park, the Boston Red Sox. That is my number three in this ranking. Matt Barnes, Josh Taylor, Adam Adovino. Adam Adovino. Is Adam Adovino still on the team? Well, I mean, I'm just talking about 2021, oh, what they, okay, what they did. I, I, that doesn't strike any type of fear whatsoever as a race fan, whatsoever. Whichever one is in yeah. there, there's a shot. You have a shot to win. There's not like, oh, God, this guy's coming. Oh, no way. No, none of those three guys. Yeah. And those were probably the one of the, the, the best three guys in that rotate, in that uh, bullpen. In fact, look at this. Phillips Valdez pitched 40 innings from the bullpen for, for the Red Sox. He had a six-plus ERA. Wasn't he a former Ray? No, that's uh, Yaxel Rios, wasn't it? Maybe. I think Yaxel Rios was the one that... Um, they go the, the Rays go through so many relievers. <laughs> no. Phillips Valdez, I thought he played for another AL East team. Check least. on me, check on me. I, I'm pretty sure it was Yaxel Rios. Uh, but also, they had Matt Andres, too. You know, so yeah. th- that's another Ray. I, I can't give this bullpen any higher than third. Like, yes, you're better than the Orioles. Right. Yes, you're better than the Blue Jays, but that's about it. They're, they're my third. I agree with you for several reasons that the Red Sox are the number three because on paper they look like the number three. And quite frankly, you know, if the Blue Jays make another move, I think the Blue Jays could probably leapfrog yes. the Red Sox there. Now, if we're just talking bullpen, I mean, Garrett Whitlock, of course, was a big piece, but you wonder, are they going to move him out of the bullpen? How are they going to utilize him going forward? But even after, Garrett Whitlock was like their one legit stud, stud in the bullpen. Matt Barnes, their closer, I don't know if he's going to be the closer this year. Like, he's, he's not, oh my gosh, Matt yeah. Barnes is coming in the ninth. Yeah, oh, we're, we're <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not really like, yeah, I... You look at the bullpen and you look at the names and it doesn't scream fear to me. Yeah, Josh Taylor, Salamora, Darwin's and Hernandez, they were solid last year. Can they keep it up? Are they the real deal this year? Those are big question marks. So outside of like circling Garrett Whitlock, I don't know. Now, I will say, again, on paper, it doesn't look that great, but Heim Bloom in charge with the Red Sox, does he do some Raysian things like you've mentioned before? How do they deploy and utilize rich hill and michael waka and garrett whitlock himself yeah so they could get very creative with some of that but i just look up and down the list and i say yeah it's not it's it, it doesn't really scare me all that much there's no. more about the red Sox that scare me than their bullpen i'll put it like that yes exactly so no that, that's why they have to so we agree three. there wow look at that <laughs> Oh my we're close. gosh. We're close. Oh so my far. gosh. I know listeners are like, are they going to get it all right? Let's see. Uh, my second. Hang on. Wait, what? Should we, should we really tease this? Oh my. With a built bar? Should we? You, I mean. Should we really? We could. We could. Okay. All right. Let's do it. You know what? If, if the listeners are mad at me. For extending this out, okay, you can email me. But you know what? No, that's okay. They don't have to be mad because they have a built that's bar. That's true. In yeah. Hand. I mean, I'm, we're giving you great advice there with the built bar. Like, of let's be honest. Of course, we are in there, and they're happy about it because built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 
Okay, all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're a low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bars with these because they are just better. A typical candy bar can actually be anywhere between two to 300 calories when most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. It's just so healthy and good for you. Okay, so what you have to do today is go to built.com. And when you use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your order. So today, before you stop listening to this podcast, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order at built.com. We also have to tell you about where you can save time and money with your car parts, and uh, that is Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, plus, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. They've got everything, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. They have it all. So go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs and make sure uh, you say uh, locked on sent you when you go to their website, rockauto.com. Okay. Ulysses, you're number two. This is why I know that now I have to renege on my, uh, the prop that in the, in the, in, in the uh, beginning of the episode, they said uh, we had it all uh. correct. I don't think we're going to have it all correct Ooh, because okay. I think you're going to, you're going to throw me a change up um, on my second place finish. I have the New York Yankees. Okay. The New York Yankees. Uh, when you look at the rest of the division that we've talked about, Boston, Toronto, and Baltimore, they don't have an Aroldis Chapman. They don't have a green that's a back-to-back eighth, ninth, just punch. Yeah, that's reliable. You can. I know. I know Chapman and his famous blown saves. I get it. But what we talked about, like striking fear in you, if you're a, a yeah. if you're a down a run in the ninth, and Chapman comes in, doesn't it feel like, <sighs> damn, we're toast? Yeah, we're toast. Outside of that one or two Mike Brasso moments, uh, you're screwed. It's you're screwed, and so like that's lockdown. Yeah. I get it. He's blown and saves. I get it, but it's tough facing a big lefty throwing one oh two whenever he wants, and then a splitty <sighs> at eighty eight that he learned. Like that's yeah. Really, your best bet is just to take, 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 or try to lean into one if you can, and it'll hurt really. Freaking hard! It's and then the, I mean he's a future guy. Hall of Famer, is he not? Is yeah. he on pace to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Let's be honest. And then the next guy behind him then has to face him too. So okay, you got on base. Yeah, like there right for you. This guy has to do something now. Yeah, there's no tips that the next guy like okay, first guy strikes out or yeah. or, or something happens. Hey, he's throwing fastballs. Yeah. I know, I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, no bleep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Well, oh, here right. here's what the guys say to each other. Ooh, they give him a look and they're like, "Good luck with that one." <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. So, so that is intense. And and I mentioned Chapman. I met. I mentioned Green. They might not be the top arm that they had in 2021. That Ooh. was Jonathan Loisega. Believe it or not, yeah. The the, the most unheralded arm in in, in that uh, bullpen. Seventy innings pitch. He had an 
80% left on base. You know how much I love that stat, the strand yeah. rate, 80%. That's amazing. A 217 ERA, a 258 FIP. Loisiga, Chapman, Green, that's a good bullpen. Yeah. That's a really good bullpen. Honestly, I'd almost go as far as to say that the Yankees' bullpen was maybe a little bit underrated yes. last year. And they actually, yes, they're my number two. Oh, so they are my number two, but it's very close. It's just different with the Rays. But yeah, you pretty much covered it all right there. I mean, they've got top notch arms, top notch late inning guys, and there is legit depth between Chapman, Loisga, Green, Holmes, Clay Holmes, uh, Wandy Peralta, Lucas Leggy, a guy that nobody had really heard of before last year and he put up i mean lucas Lefke put up a 274 era in 72 innings last year so that's all you need to know with that so and again i i know we're just looking at what the bullpen looks like right now but the yankees very well like you've alluded to ulysses they haven't really made any moves so far this offseason so they've they probably have, have some money in their coffers if they want to go out and sign one or two guys. So. And if that's one or two guys, I mean, you can make it anything you want. You yes. can make it a center fielder. You can make it a shortstop. And then you can make it a, a starting rotation guy. And then you can get into the bullpen because you're the New York freaking Yankees yes. and you've got the money to do it. And by the way, the CBT is most likely going up. So then, yeah, you're going to get the guys that you need. Yes. And they need a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So All of right. Course, number one. Yes. Number one. This guy right here. For those that are not on YouTube, Stingray. Hey, hello. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because I'm pointing at my Devil Ray hat right now. Okay. Because that's number one, baby. The Tampa Bay Rays have the best bullpen in this division. And I, if anybody listening listens to uh, any other Locked On AL East podcast, let's say Locked On Red Sox, Locked On Yankees, Locked On Orioles, Jays, if they don't say, that the Rays are their number one in their bullpen, DM us, email us, tweet at us, because then we'll have a word with those hosts, because I just don't, I, w- I couldn't put anybody above the Rays, and the Yankees were close, but the name of the game in a bullpen is depth. Yes. Is depth. You need guys. And that cliche of next guy up, next guy up has to uh, uh, stand up and do its job. That's the DNA of what the Rays bullpen is. It's not a cliche. Like they literally do this. And I and I hate, I don't actually hate. I I I know that it can get frustrating me saying the same thing over and over again, but I'll say it again anyway. Mm-hmm. Lewis Head, 30 plus innings. Sub 250 ERA. 12 trips up and down. Depth. Yeah. They have so many guys. Kevin, we, I want you – okay, this is a, a little game. Okay. Take one breath and say as many bullpen guys as you can that could pitch in 2022. Three, two – Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, take the breath. I Let me make sure I get this game correctly. So I've got to name all the guys that the could Rays pitch could- in 2022 out of the Rays bullpen. Okay, without looking? Yes, just take a deep breath. Okay. Three – Two, one, spit it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Fleming. Uh, Dustin Knight. I don't know why I'm thinking of that. Andrew Kittredge. Colin Poche. Um, I, 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 can't, I can't do this. Do I can't it. Do, this. do it. No. Jeffrey Springs. Uh, Jalen Beeks. 
your, your point is well taken that it is a plethora. There, there are minor league free agents that they've signed that are probably going to contribute like 20, 25 minutes. Guys like Evan Phillips. Yeah. Pete Fairbanks. Uh, yeah. JP, JP Fireisen. Yes. Matt Whistler. Yes. Uh, Brendan McKay could be out of the bullpen this year if he's healthy. Yeah, depth, 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 and that's why I have to, I have to have them in at number one. Um, yes, and same same reasoning why I have them at number one also because the Rays have absolutely mastered the usage of the bullpen and how they use the bullpen and making sure all these guys are comfortable with being uncomfortable and thrown mm-hmm. in different roles and positions. And okay, you're going to be the opener. Okay, tonight you're going to pitch the ninth inning. Okay, tonight you're going to pitch the sixth inning. I don't think I think we agree on this. The Rays don't have the best closer in you know, uh, the AL East. No. They might not even have the best eighth inning guy or setup guy in the AL East, but they've got a lot of versatility and they've got the depth. Kittredge, Fairbanks, Chagall, Fireisen, Whistler, Brooks Raley. Brooks Raley, who Hello. I think if the Rays are willing to give that guy two years, $10 million plus an option year, they know something. They know something. They've got – that's their – That's the most Raysian – Yes. Free agent signing in a long, long time. Uh, Ryan Thompson, Josh Fleming. And let's not forget about, about all the injured guys that are going to be coming back at some point like Poche. Well, you think they come back at some point. Poche, Beek, Springs. Uh, Friend of the program, Colin Poche. Yeah. As Nick Anderson, which I think on a future Ooh. episode we'll probably have to discuss. Yeah. Nick Anderson and what type of impact we think yeah. he can't have. Even – if, say you get absolutely nothing from Nick Anderson like the Rays did in 2021, the Rays still should be in pretty good shape. I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, who do you think leads the Rays and saves this year? Oh, you know, I think my, my, my first answer would be Kittredge. Okay. Because of the seniority and, and then how he developed last year. But I do think that they want to have Pete Fairbanks there in the, in the ninth. I, they want to try to force it I think into they, him. Yeah, I think they want to just give him the ball and be like, yo, give, give us your crazy eyes in the ninth. Like you have that in, intimidating factor. Yeah. Go for it. I wonder if the Rays maybe sell high on Hendrick Hendrick and train him. I mean, you so, could. Uh, you could definitely do that. You could definitely do that. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised about that. I mean, again, relievers are just so fungible because yes. – you know the nature of the game is they could have a career year and then now and and then and then that's it. You yeah. know, is that going to be Kittredge's bet, bet, best year? I hope not. Right, but, but if I had to honest, put if is. I had to put an if if you if everybody listening if you had to put a bet on Bet Online, mm-hmm. if that was his best year, would you say yes or no? I I mean that's a poll. I I, I think people would say yes. Yeah. So that's that's difficult. Uh, another question. Yeah. Do you think the Rays go after another somewhat big name reliever or one of their free agents like Colin McHugh, like Adam Conley, like David Robertson, like Chaz Rowe, like Oliver Drake? I, 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 Dave Robertson was, would be my, 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 my favorite and Colin McHugh as well. Again, the Rays, although they are the best one, because look, they were, they were first in F4. They were first in FIP on uh, all of baseball. They were fourth in strand rate at 74.6%. They were yeah. first in walks per nine uh, in the American League. Uh, they um, they also have negatives. And the flaws are, is Kittredge going to be the same guy? Yeah, mm, I don't know. Is Colin McHugh 
going to be returning? And if not, who's going to give you that type of production? I think probably Brooks Riley would be that first guy that steps up. Hopefully, but then again, even if he has um, opposite splits, he's a lefty. Yeah. So then it's a, it's a different kind of dynamic on how you utilize him. So, uh, it, it, and besides, Colin McHugh could handle almost even three innings at a time. Can Brooks Riley right. do that? Maybe, maybe. Honestly, that's why I've kind of, I've put it out there before that I think the Rays would really like to bring Colin McHugh back at the right price. And Colin McHugh might be willing to take a discount to return to the team. And look, with all this lockout talk, it's day 90 something already. The Rays have certainly had their time to do research and kind of pinpoint, okay, who are we, uh, which arms are we going to sign? And they, they also, they have that known commodity in Colin McHugh. They know what he brings to the clubhouse. They know how he vibes with everybody. He's, He's a raised guy. And not only that, though, but you you used him however you wanted to yes. use him, and he succeeded. So he was cleaning the huge. toilets after the games, allegedly. I mean, he, this is just a guy's he guy. He said, intern McGee, intern McGee, step aside. I've got the toilets tonight. I got this. Look, the fact is, when you can put a guy in the second inning and then cover two, three, four, or in the seventh inning, yeah. put him seven and eight, that, that's, that's so huge and valuable especially for a team like the race that, you know, need, needs to watch their budget. Yeah. We know that there are 300 plus free agents, Kevin, and we know that there's, there's a lockout. So nobody's getting signed. As soon as this gets lifted, it's going to be movie Palooza yeah. and 20 free agents are going to be gone each day. 15. Okay. Maybe I'm over 15, 10. Like that's a lot of names off the board. A lot of people, that have very good value are going to fall down the cracks. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Tommy Pham being one of those guys. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Colin McHugh falls through the cracks and then it's available for the race for the right price. Yeah, and or maybe he is, I don't know, look, I guess his his main home is in Georgia, but maybe he bought a place or settled in the Tampa Bay area. And it's like, I don't want to have to uproot everything again. I'll just stay I'll take here. A, I like I, the beach. Who doesn't? Colin, do you like the beach? We're sunscreen. Yeah. I think he's Irish, Colin McHugh. Um, to put it to, to kind of hammer it home, and I know last year isn't the same as this year, but a lot of those guys are returning for the Rays. The Rays got the most innings out of their bullpen compared to any other team, 703 innings. Uh, and they had the third best ERA in all of baseball behind just the Giants and the Dodgers, two National League teams of course so first and fifth first and yeah, fifth. Yeah. So, so and i know you mentioned that but i just kind of wanted to hammer they were the home. best yeah once i mean they just had they were yeah. the best team out of the, and, the stable and you look at that bullpen on paper and you're like okay i don't really yeah. know these guys but they make it work they make it work. they'll find a way to make it work yes. so uh very good so, uh to recap yeah number five baltimore orioles Number Who four, else but <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays? Uh-huh. Number three, your friends at Fenway Park, Boston Red Sox. Number two, the New York Bombers. And number one, your one and only team of your heart, Tampa Bay Rays. Very good. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Locked on Rays podcast. Now make your next listen, your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.